historical significance of D-Day apparently means nothing to the current commander-in-chief. And some Tampa Bay Rays players say no thanks to wearing LGBTQ Pride Night patches. Bold Alpha is presented by Gurkha, the world's finest cigars, including the new Gurkha Revenant. The five-country fusion of exceptionally aged tobaccos will immediately jumpstart your senses for a cigar journey that only Gurkha can deliver. Offered in both Corojo and Maduro presentations. Fire up a new Gurkha Revenant today. Visit GurkhaCigars.com and buy Davidoff of Geneva and their Avo portfolio of cigars, including the Avo Heritage, Crafted through centuries of traditions, Avo Heritage was developed for the cigar connoisseur seeking a fuller-bodied cigar with strength, complexity, and impeccable smoothness. Savor every note of the spice-laden Avo Heritage, available at DavidoffGeneva.com. Welcome to Bold Alpha for Tuesday, June 7th. 2022 it is cigar day the general and global alpha male in chief front and center first up our commander-in-chief the brainless brain-dead joe biden nearly makes it two for two on forgetting d-day last year in 2021 president biden forgets d-day not a mention during the day not a mention on social media totally forgets D-Day last year. This year, Biden almost makes it two for two. But after being hocked by some members of the press and the media, at 8.45 p.m. last night, already going into Wednesday in France, where the Normandy invasions and Operation Overlord took place, tweeted out a remembrance commemorating the 71st 70, correction, 78th anniversary of D-Day. And in the tweet, he said, or his staff said, Today we mark 78 years since D-Day and honor those who answer duties call on the beaches of Normandy. We must never forget their service and sacrifice in defense of freedom. And we must strive every day to live up to the ideals they fought to defend. Well, isn't that quite interesting? We must never forget their service. He did last year, and he damn well almost did this year. Were it not for Fox News and several other media outlets questioning on air and in their social media feeds why the Biden White House and why the president did not acknowledge D-Day. June 6, 1941, the beginning of the end of World War II. A historical day. Now, on my brother podcast, The Cigar Dave Show, Going back to when the Cigar Dave show was uh, a show on terrestrial radio and satellite radio, we commemorated and I commemorated D-Day every year. We remembered the significance. In fact, on the 75th anniversary, on the 70th, 75th, and 80th, uh, and, correction, on the 70th and 75th anniversaries of D-Day, we did entire two-hour shows only about D-Day. We talked to those brave men that stormed the beaches. We talked to those that took place who were in the water as they were storming the beaches of Normandy, as they were basically dodging Nazi mortars and Nazi gunfire, as they were literally chest deep in brutal, miserable, cold English Channel water 
as the sight of red blood was filling the English Channel from many of their brethren that had fallen, that succumbed to the bullet fire and the mortar fire. Yet they carried on. And that was the beginning of the end. The end of the Nazi regime, the end of Hitler, the end of the brutality. The reason we are not speaking Germany or German and Deutsch today is because of what took place on June 6th. 1941 on the French coast Operation Overlord. And yet we have a brain-dead president. And I don't say that to be a wise-ass. I don't say that to be funny. It's true. We have a brain-dead president that requires a little pocket card for him to pull out when he's asked a very basic question about the economy. That when the Prime Minister of New Zealand is sitting in the Oval Office. He has to pull out notes what to say. That when he needs to go make a speech somewhere, they have a big X on the floor where he needs to stand. Never in the history of this country have we had such a brain-dead president. And again, I don't say that in jest. I don't say that to make fun of him. I say that that as an American, as you and I as Americans, we demand a competent commander-in-chief and a competent president. And what we have is literally a degraded, brain-dead, I won't even call him a president, not even a commander-in-chief. It is his aides and advisors that are running the show. He is nothing more than a figurehead, a dummy, almost like a ventriloquist dummy. But to forget D-Day... The significance, the importance is unbelievable. And they have a humongous social media department at the White House. I heard some figures saying they had 40, some saying they had 60, some they had 70. Hey, if you have more than a couple, that should be plenty to post a tweet, a Facebook message, an Instagram. How about a short video message to put on the White House website? Not a video message, barely a social media post. It is embarrassing. It is repulsive. I don't remember any other president, including Barack Obama and Bill Clinton, and I wasn't fans of either of them, but they always, always recognize the significance, the anniversary of D-Day, Operation Overlord. And by the time the tweet was posted at 8.45 p.m. Eastern Time, it was already June 7th in France, where thousands of our men lay in cemeteries, American cemeteries on French soil. When we landed on the beaches, and when I say we, I mean all of the Americans, as well as there were Brits, there were Canadians, they were Australians, but I'm talking primarily about Americans. We went and we liberated France, we liberated Europe. And the only thing we asked in return was for land to bury our war dead. That is all. We didn't demand reparations. We didn't demand payment. We All we asked, land to bury our war dead. And when you go to the American Normandy Cemetery that is overlooking 
those very cliffs and the beaches that our men stormed on that fateful day, June 6, 1941. It is hallowed ground. There are numerous other cemeteries in France. Now, they are American property. France bequeathed that property to the United States of America, and we maintain that property, the sanctity of that land. And the French understand the significance Many French, on June 6th, they pay their respects at the various cemeteries in Normandy on the coast of France. And yet we have a president that can't even remember it last year and barely remembers it this year. It is not only outrageous, it is not only repulsive, it is not only disgusting, it is frankly embarrassing. It is embarrassing that we also have a vice president Kuki Kamila Harris, that on Memorial Day sends out a tweet saying, have a wonderful, have a happy Memorial Day weekend, everybody. Be safe. That's not the significance of Memorial Day. Shame on her. But this is not, this is par for the course, it seems, for this administration. Illegitimate elections have What is it? Elections have consequences. Illegitimate elections have disastrous consequences. We're living through that. I know of no other president that has ever forgotten D-Day. And let's face it, they forgot it this year until they were goaded into, they were so embarrassed they ended up posting late last night, 8.45 p.m. I do not forget D-Day. I was not born during D-Day, but I can tell you that as a student of World War II history, and I know many of our listeners, they were not born on D-Day. They were not born during World War II. But you and I understand the significance of that event, of that date, of that war, of the victory for the Allied forces. Let us hope that future presidents will not be so callous in forgetting the importance and significance of D-Day, Operation Overlord. We are apparently in the midst of Gay Pride Month or Pride Month, and I have no problem with anybody's sexual orientation. I have no problem if if, uh, two people of the same sex would like to be in a relationship, two men, two women. Well, if two women are hot, then maybe I'd like to watch. However, that is not my business interfering in people's sexual personal lives. I don't want anybody interfering in my life. I don't want I don't want anybody saying, "Oh, general, you shouldn't have a harem. You shouldn't have 8, 10 women at a time, two women, three women, whatever the case may be." It's not their business. It's not my business what people do on their own in their own lives, their personal lives behind closed doors. I don't care. I want to make it very clear. I have no problem with people's sexual orientation and their lifestyles. However, I don't believe that I need their lifestyles and a Pride Month and all the parades and associated festivities shoved down my throat and down my face for an entire month. That doesn't make me homophobic. It simply makes me someone that doesn't want to see it thrown in my face. 97% of America and Americans are heterosexual. 3%, by all estimates, are homosexual. I have no problem with that 3%. If that makes them happy, great. 
It's not my jam. Personally, I love dames. I love hot, bodacious dames. That's my thing. That's my jam. Other people are wired differently, and that's fine. But I do have an issue, and I believe that the 97% of Americans that have no issue whatsoever with people living their lives, pursuing their sexual orientation, they don't have a problem with that. What they do have a problem is that every two seconds, it seems that the LGBTQ community wants to shove it in heterosexuals, the 97% of Americans' faces. They want to shove it down their throat. The gay pride parades, the flags, the pride nights, everything. I mean, I, I was seeing all the social media feeds, all the Major League Baseball and the NFL teams and hockey and businesses and companies were all changing their logo and had the, the rainbow flag, the rainbow emblem behind their logo. A little bit of excess, just a little excessive. Why do we need to celebrate 3% of Americans' sexual orientation? But yet, if someone says, well, I'm proud to be heterosexual, and I'm a proud heterosexual male, but yet if I say that, all of a sudden, whoa, wait a minute, that's a problem. That's controversial. No, it's not. If I said I wanted to have a heterosexual pride month, what do you think the reaction would be? Oh, you're, you're homophobic, you're homo, anti-homosexual, anti-same-sex marriage, anti-LGBTQ plus IA, transgender, quadrigender, multigender. Bullshit. People are proud to be gay. People should be proud to be heterosexual. I don't have need to have a parade because I'm heterosexual, telling everybody, the 3% that are not heterosexual, hey, everybody, I'm a proud heterosexual. I'm a USDA alpha-certified heterosexual male. But yet, we have to have these gay pride parades where you have men wearing banana slings jumping up and down. Everybody has to march and do their thing, and then we have to have teams celebrating Gay Pride Month and, and, and Pride Night, LGBTQ the whole month. I'm sorry, but I think I speak on an overwhelming majority of Americans that are afraid to say it, that say, live your life, but I don't want it shoved in my face. And a perfect example is what took place Saturday evening at Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg. The Tampa Bay Rays, as an organization, or as they say in Canada, as an organization, eh? they celebrated LGBTQ Pride night. They had pregame festivities, and every attendee was given a mini LGBTQ flag. Well, if I would have got it, I would have thrown it out, or I would have said, save it, give it to someone else. And the players, caps, on the front where the TB was, it had the pride, you know, rainbow logo. And then on the patch on the side of their sleeve, it also had the Tampa Bay Rays logo, the the sun ray. But instead of it being yellow, it was in the color of the pride flag. Well, six Tampa Bay Rays chose not to wear the LGBTQ Pride Night patches and had them removed. Now, I say, bravo to them. They don't have to celebrate pride. I wouldn't if somebody gave me a shirt that had a that had a pride crest on it or a patch, I'd say I'm not wearing it. Not my thing, not my jam. I'm all in favor of people living their own lives, whatever makes them happy, but I don't need to march around and celebrate it and wear it. And there were six Tampa Bay Rays that decided that to them 
It was a personal faith-based decision not to wear it. They The players asked one player, reliever pitcher, relief, uh, relief pitcher Jason Adam, to go out and speak to the media. And he said, it's just what we believe the lifestyle he, meaning Jesus, encouraged us to live for our good, not to withhold. But we love these men and women, we care about them, and we want them to feel safe and welcome here. They were inviting. They had no problem with their what people do. It's just on a personal matter, they didn't want to wear it. Now, I don't bring the religious factor into it. To me, I just don't want to wear it because I'm a proud heterosexual. And I don't believe that we need to go out and make a big deal about someone's sexual orientation because they're homosexual or quadrosexual or what is it lesbian bi gay queer transgender whatever other alphabet names they want to put in there that i don't believe i need to celebrate not that i have anything wrong with people living their lives and same-sex partners that's not my issue i just don't feel the need that i have to celebrate that and i believe that i speak on behalf of an overwhelming majority of americans Maybe not the 97% of Americans that are heterosexual, but probably at least 60 to 70% that say, live your life, but I don't need to jump up and down, attend a parade, and have these damn flags waving. Maybe we need a heterosexual flag. Maybe we need a heterosexual parade. But if we did and had a heterosexual pride month, you know what would happen, don't you? You'd have the Dems and the Libs say, you're all homophobic. You're all anti-LGBTQ. You're all part of the problem. You're not accepting and welcoming. Nonsense. So I say to the Tampa Bay Rays players that chose to have a set of ads, congratulations to them. They didn't want this shoved down their throats. They took a stand, whether people liked it or not. Then again, we had ultra-liberals on social media making a big deal. But it isn't amazing. The majority of Americans had no problem with it whatsoever. Live your life however you want, but please... I don't feel the need to have a special month for, to be, for you to throw it in my face and the 97% of Americans that happen to be heterosexual. All right, that is Bold Alpha. Oh, very quickly, let me just go ahead and remind you that if you are not a member of the Cigar Dave Officers Club and would like to get great premium cigars shipped to you every month, three great premium cigars for $25.95 a month in a Cigar Dave Officers Club Ziploc pouch, go ahead and... And uh, head over to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club. All the information, all the details there for May, our featured selection was the Alec Bradley Spring Sampler, the Alec Bradley Black Market, the Alec Bradley Black Market Esteli, and the Alec Bradley Max. In fact, they're all being shipped out today. We're about uh, two weeks late on the shipment. But again, we are facing all these supply shortages just like everyone else. And in April, our featured selection was from Casa Torrent. We had three super premium cigars worth about 60 bucks. The Casa Torrent 1880 Claro, the Casa Torrent 1880 Colorado, and the Casa Torrent 1880 Maduro. So head over to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, $25.95 per month, gets you three great premium cigars. Expand your cigar palette horizons. Absolutely recommend you head over there. All right, that is it for this edition of Bold Alpha. Reminder, make sure you subscribe to not only Bold Alpha, but our brother, Cigar Dave Show podcast. Give us a five-star review. We tell it like it is. We are not politically correct. Some people may agree with what we have to say. Some may not, but we do so in a spirit of respect. 
And if you want to challenge me on anything or comment, Cigar Dave at CigarDave.com or social media, Twitter at Cigar Dave Show, Facebook Cigar Dave. We're also at Getter and at uh, Truth Social at Cigar Dave. Cigar Dave the General saying cheers and live it up.